This is the Sportsbet AFL podcast. Brownie, Richo and Hummer joining you. No introduction today, Brownie, because, well, I haven't prepared one. And we've got a big, big show now. Richo, just off the top, we just described to the listeners what the hell Nathan Brown is dressed as today because he, it, it's a strange setup. Well, it's a fancy dress here today, Hummer. It's, oh, you didn't tell me. No, well, so he's just come in. And a little bit Brownie, of filming later, boys. Brownie, what, what? What? What are you acting as? Well, I've got a normal white shirt on, and I've I've got a, a blue nip. It's a, a country blue, road v, you've got a v blue neck nip. And but the the, no, the but worst part is what the top button. You've got the top button done. He's up. got like a white business shirt on, Hummer, and he has done the top button what? up with a little V neck sweater over it. <laughs> what do you think? You're a Northcote hipster, mate. The thing is, you blokes are looking at it going, actually, it looks pretty cool. No, we're definitely not. Why? It would look fine if you didn't have the top button done up. Well, why, have like, you, why have you done the top button? Well, I'll tell you because I got it out of the cupboard this morning, and it is quite wrinkled and all that sort of stuff. So when I was coming in this morning, it kept on going out over the edge of my V-neck and I didn't like that. It looks very sloppy when that happens. So I thought I'd do it up for a while and then start trying to bring it in without having to wind it. And then I thought, I looked in the mirror, I thought, looks okay. So do you you actually do this to get a reaction? I think you do, don't you? You, you Uh, I got a good reaction from Hummer when I walked in, which was rather... Negative, like right. it was as yeah. as you'd expect from uh, from a mate. But every female in the office then stood up. Did they and absolutely ever? gave it to, gave it to me? Got some support, did you? Yeah, I'm gonna get. I think I might. One get of the nicest guys job. around him. Oh yeah, oh, Gee, they don't know you very well, mate. Hey, but it's been a big <laughs> week for you as well, Richo, because the yes. AFL is pleased to announce a second series of Thomas and Friends collaboration has been launched today, a bit earlier no, this no, there week. Was a first series. <laughs> That's how popular it was, boys. Don't worry about Thomas that. Thomas the Tank Engine. Yes. Now you have reprised your role of uh, what was it? What's the name? Shane the Train. <laughs> now don't laugh, boys. This is a worldwide hit. Thomas the Shane Tank Engine. Shane the Train. Shane the Train, voiced by Richmond great Matthew Richardson. Are you telling me you don't enjoy Thomas the Tank Engine? Ah. Uh, I don't mind it. I liked it when I play. Uh, when I watched uh, it as a young kid. I'll I bet I your let, kids like they, it now. They do like it. But yeah. it's very funny that you're on it. Yeah, I am. And you, people say, why did you do it? Well, if it's good enough for Ringo Starr, Hummer, oh, it's good enough for me. True. <laughs> Give us some of your best. Give oh, us well, a couple of one-liners Hummer now. might play a bit now. We've got that now. So we're, for those that – and there's probably a Here few that haven't listened to it before. We're, gonna, we're just going to have a, a listen to uh, to Richo's role as Steve – Steve? Shane the Shane the Train. 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 Here we go. <laughs> G'day, Thomas. Nice timing, mate. The doggies need your help. I'd be happy to help. I love dogs. Such friendly animals. <laughs> oh, not that kind of dog, Thomas. Follow me. Footballs in Australia are oval shaped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. Footballs in Australia are oval shaped. What? Are you meant to use your voice or are you meant to go in... in- like in in unison with how they speak. No, well, I'm clearly uh, Thomas is out here in Australia learning about Australian rules football, and I'm the local Shane the Train from down at Footscray you Station. Spoke like the local Shane the Train Bogan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am from Tasmania, mate. What's the plot line here? What is what's the the idea? Of it? Well, the idea of it, Hummer, is that Thomas is clearly in Australia visiting. Yep, he's meeting some trams, uh, Melbourne trams. He's meeting trains. He goes down to the MCG and has a look. And uh, Gary Ablett's in it as well. Oh, yeah. Gaz, eh? You know That's what he right. is? Why has Gary got an English accent then? Gary the Ute. He is. <laughs> Gary the Ute. Um, obviously, this is a good payer. I've got to pay the bills, boys. You know that. <laughs> Sometimes you can say no. You know that, don't you? Now, moving to the uh, the more the more serious stuff, less funny stuff, though. The Rising Star Boys. Now, mm. 
I did the Collingwood game Saturday night. Stevenson was outstanding. And I had a look at it uh, with us because not a lot of the other uh, betting agencies have it, uh, the rising star. He was $2 with us. And I thought even before the game, that is huge odds. And then he had 25 and kicked two. I thought, geez, still still two bucks. I don't mind that. He got into $1.75 Monday. He's now into $1.60. What about five now? What about Chris Fagan's comments, though, about his boy, Witherden, at halfback? He's having all-Australian-type numbers at halfback. He's having a great year, but I don't think anybody's had the impact of Stevenson. Uh, he Playing in a tough position. Won the game against Adelaide earlier on in the year with five goals. I mean, he's done everything he possibly can. Witherden's been a very good player, and I agree. He won't be all-Australian because they make you earn I know, the all-Australian. The numbers are similar, but I guess playing at halfback compared to playing at half-forward and kicking goals, well, you can't compare, in no, my opinion. Half-forward's a much tougher position. It is, yeah. Stevenson, he's one of the most dangerous half-forwards mm. in the comp, and he'll win the rising star without a doubt. $1.55, but of course, you can find value because we saw what happened with Burton last year. He was a very short favourite and didn't get the job. Alex Witherden at $4. Tom Doty from Adelaide, $7. I don't mind a name by James Warple at $41. The Warpedo. The Warpedo. Wasn't he good against the Cats? He certainly was. He is good. What about now? Are we letting Brendan Goddard play on? Obviously, his knee will be okay. I think people talk about, you know, am I taking the spot of a young player? Well, if you're as good as Goddard and you can use the ball as well as Goddard, I think it's got to be up to a young player to take that spot and improve ahead of him. So I'd be... I would be giving Brendan Goddard another contract no matter what. I think if you look at the demographic and age of your whole list, and Essendon have got a lot of young players in that team, you need to have some experience around. And they do. They've got Hooker and and guys like this. But I think he's played well enough to get another one-year deal. And, yeah, I think he deserves one more Not too many blokes who can use the footy the way he does. Now, if Essendon don't, will someone definitely else will slide in? Uh, I don't know. Unless the Gold Coast Suns wanted to do a Luke Hodge type of thing, you could Mm. see that perhaps – but no, would he want to though? No, I don't think he'd want to. I don't think he'd want to. Hey, are we really impressed with his uh, his work? Because he's he's getting a little bunsen on the side, isn't he? For um, we'll talk about yeah, hair. side earn. He's the advanced here. Only forty hair. grand. I reckon you'd want but more to go public. What is with he that. actually having done? Is he is he having plugs put in or what is it? Well, I think that is the way that the, you regrow your own hair, apparently. But I'm I'm sure How? there's some sort of implant work going on. Right. Mm. Yeah, now for four, oh, 40 large. He's well, done a lot. He's all over Facebook, well, when, his TV, When Warney's getting a couple of million, you'd probably want to get at least a little bit more yeah, than that. Yeah, but Warney's global. He I is. mean, all the cricketers that do it, Ricky Ponting, they're global. Mm-hmm. I mean, that can go right through the Now, has Goddard had it done or is he about to have this treatment done? Well, I was having a good look at it Friday yeah. night. So <laughs> I'm a, I don't think it's worked yet. <laughs> Hey, uh, speaking of, uh, of sports stars in the media, the, the, Nick Cummins, the Honey Badger, he was on The Bachelor last night. Do you boys tune in? I don't watch it. No? I've watched The Bachelor. i watched Bachelor in Paradise. I haven't watched this one yet pretty much because I don't get it. I don't get why, why they'd have him on there. Why not? He's Celebrity Bachelor. Why he's not? A, he's... He, he is, the, but he's a good-looking man. He's a, nobody he's a down profile. here cares about him. He's an NRL. Uh, Do people union know who player. he is in Melbourne? They would not know who he is. They know who he is because he's no, had a very wouldn't. public profile forever. The Honey Badger. Honey he's Badger, done all the uh, ads on TV. Yeah, but yeah. you'd have to be an ingrained um, like nuffy to know who he is if down here. Right. If you didn't know who he Sports was, Sports fans would know. Well, who's who's he's, who's? Let's throw up a relevance. For an AFL player, who would be the same sort of person? And do you think they would know him in Sydney? Well, it'd be a, well, it's someone with a very big profile because be he's a on the Brendan Bonds ads, type. He's done. He's got his own TV show. He's got. He's, he's a big. Yeah, it's a big. Nah, he's a big profile. And this is a national show, as remember. Yeah, he's a rugby union player. I just reckon the chicks the are going to get on there. The girls are going to get on there and go. Mm. 
Not really sure. Well, mate, they weren't. They were, and I tell you what, they were absolutely stage Of course they were. They were excited, were they? Very excited. You know why? Because they're clearly only going on that show for one reason, and that is notoriety. I don't think that's not for all girls. Some are genuinely for love. There is an absolute stage five There's some genuine love going on there, 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 Richard. There is a girl that he, now this is an accident. Well, they say it's an accident. Producers have come out and said it's an accident. He used to, uh, he used to, to chop the, or he used to hook up with this girl uh, for a little while, and she <laughs> has say that. she has she's found her way onto the bachelor, and she's an absolute stage five clinger. She was right; she's got a dream diary. <laughs> she's got this girl has got clinger. a dream diary, and she she got him down. She sat him you down. Can't say those sort of things in twenty eighteen. I, I did I did on the sports with Twitter right. last night. I had to tweet. I was working last night. Yeah. Richard had to cover it and put some funny right. tweets out. She's a stage five clinger. She she got him aside. She yeah. got his. She Let goes, us know when the funny oh, ones come out. Then I've got a dr- oh, you, you like rolling with that one, Brownie. You you're a pig. <laughs> she got her dream diary out. Let me finish the story. She got her dream diary out and told him that she had written two years ago. She had written his name down in her dream diary that she was going to fall in love with him. Wow. Well, and some she told him that. Well, that's some people have dreams. I had a dream when I was a kid. Yeah, well, you're not going up to the She likes thing. to cook rabbits as well. Oh, Fatal Attraction yeah. style. Oh, yeah, One of the great movies, wasn't it? I love that movie. I actually saw that come I haven't seen Fatal Attraction, but I saw that come up last night a few times about how yeah. the, the rabbit thing. I didn't yeah. understand what it is. Oh, you didn't uh, know? We played a cup. We played with a couple of players who I'd love to see go on the Bachelor. I'd love to see a few mm. teammates on there. One of my teammates that I'd love to see on there is a guy called Mark Coglin because he is that aloof and that unaware of society or what's going on around him. He, he he was once dating a girl, right? So went over to pick her up, didn't realise that he'd actually stepped in dog shit just before he got over to her house, <laughs> walked into her house, sat down, uh, was waiting for her to get ready. He was going to drive her to the uh, restaurant. And she's going, something smells. And he's, and he's sitting there and he could smell it too. He, he thought it was the house when he walked into the house. He's going, geez, this is this bird's house stinks. And, uh, oh, no. He'd actually <laughs> dog shit all <laughs> through her house. Is he still single? Uh, no, he's got a girlfriend now. Oh, has he? So he might not be. I, think, I don't know. I haven't seen Cogs for a while. Uh, he's, uh, he's, What's he doing? He lives in he Perth. He lives in Perth. Yeah. He's doing very well, actually. He's got a really good career happening. Hey, now, boys, you're about to uh, you're about to take one of the treks that is very notorious in, in Australia's history. It's a very tough trek. Yeah. Kako, you're Kukoda. doing it for charity. You've got a, you've, uh, we're only eight weeks off now, Hummer. Eight oh, weeks uh, off. Nine so weeks. You're, now, you're in full training. Yeah, I've been training yeah. for six months. Oh, what, what, what have you done in those six months, Matthew? I've been running every second day. Well, I run every second day as well. But uh, the thing about Nathan uh, Hummer is, yep. I think I told this on an earlier podcast, but when I asked him what training he's been doing, his response was muscle memory. He, <laughs> he doesn't think he needs to train. Now, he just went out and bought his new hiking boots, yep. which you need, and you've got to wear Correct. them in. You have you? to, otherwise you, your feet will fall off. from the north face. Have you worn them in yet? I have. I How wore them down to Hobart last week. And you wore them to Hobart, Hobart. Did you? Yeah. What did you And what did you do? Well, Walk up Mount Wellington, did you? No, we had a couple of kicks. <laughs> we had the, the double barrel competition, so I had to run from end to end, kicking the footies back. He you sat didn't. in the commentary yeah, box. Yeah, So you've gone, you've got to wear them in and you've, just, you've worn them sitting down. There is literally zero point to that. I do a lot of walking, to Where? be honest. When? Just, you just wear them around. You wear them in, hum. But I, you honestly think you're going to be able to do this without any actual training? Like what, well, like it, Matthew just said, I go for a run a couple of times a week, which is holding me in pretty good shape. You're, running, you're running in the walking boots. I do a, a boxing session uh, once a week <laughs> on a Tuesday morning. Session. It's boxer size, Brownie. We've no, it's, that it's genuine boxing. You're not sparring. Me and Brayshaw. 
some of the toughest oh. hombres getting about. I mean, you, I've been told you need to do at least eight weeks walking in yep. them to wear them in because if you get to Kokoda and get blisters, you're in all sorts of trouble. Nathan wears his sitting down in the commentary box to wear them in. That's <laughs> no. not going to work. But, and the problem is you're going to bring the whole tour down when you need to get medivac out of there. I reckon I'll be okay. Right. No, don't worry yeah. about me. I reckon right. I'll get through. We'll, we'll update you. Yeah, we, we will be. We'll be following that very closely. Just before we get into this week's games, and I mean, obviously, with two rounds, it is an absolute cracker round. I just wanted to touch on our eight because oh, a couple yeah. of weeks ago, you boys, you, you made your predictions for your, your top eight, yep. what it's going to look You've like. You've still got two weeks to there go. There's still huh? two weeks to go, but we're getting a very clear picture of what it looks like right now. Up. Now, I'm going to go through your first right eight, Richard. Yeah, yeah. You had Richmond and West Coast yeah. at the top two. Now, that's pretty that good. was pretty easy, yep. though. You had Geelong in third. Yeah, well, I've, that's now, uh, that is gone. That's gone wrong. Collingwood in fourth. Yeah, that's still possible. That's still possible. Yeah. Port Adelaide in fifth. Still possible. Got to win both games. Mm, well, that's going to be tough. GWS in sixth. Yeah, that's all right. Melbourne still, in seventh. Can just need to win one more, Melbourne. So they might get eight. And Hawthorne at eighth. So the the team that's let me down is the Hawthorne Geelong. You can yep. flip them Sweep around them. because I had I actually gave Geelong a win over Richmond and Hawthorne. And Hawthorne, yeah, yeah. So that's what's cost me there. No, it shows you how tough it's not it is. Too bad. Now, Brownie, you've gone Richmond and West Coast the same. Yeah, I'm you've, just I'm just getting the ladder up. Yep. Hang on, huh? Well, I've, I've got I can get it after you've got Collingwood in third place, GWS in fourth. So yeah. that's still looking. GWS right. that's, looking, right. that's looking okay. Melbourne in fifth can still happen. Yep. Geelong. They'll in beat sixth. West Coast this week, by the way. Geelong in sixth. Geelong in sixth. Yep. That's they will finish sixth. They've got two easy Port games. They'll win. Port in seventh. Port Adelaide, they're eighth at the moment. And Hawthorne in eighth. Uh, Hawthorne in eighth. I mean, it's a, it, yep. Hawthorne could quite easily finish eighth, but I think they'll finish higher than that well, at the moment. Well, they can't Kilda. St Kilda. Again, the one, the one we got wrong was Hawthorne, I think. Yeah, Hawthorne, Hawthorne and Geelong are the one, yeah. Now, to just go, we've got the, the current ladder as it stands. Richmond, West Coast, GWS, Hawthorne, Collingwood, Sydney, Melbourne, Port Adelaide. So you're actually not too far off there. Geelong for Richo and, I guess, underrating Hawthorne now. And Sydney, they win one of their last two, you know. They, and the win on the weekend was huge for them. Mm. They, they can still make it Two now. close wins. Good footy yeah. side, aren't they? Yeah. Now, Hawthorne, mm. is there a side that can beat Richmond on the last day? Of I think there is. Yeah. Hawthorne's one of them. I think GWS... I, I, I I've said this so. a couple of times. I like the way how they've they've had to do it hard this year. They've got some injuries, but I think they can win it. Um, I, I I'm not sure whether West Coast can do it. I think Hawthorne are playing good footy. Uh, West Coast can make it. Can they win on the G? Well, they did beat Collingwood there a month ago, so yeah, they can. Um, I still think it'll be a Richmond West Coast Grand Final. Richmond versus Essendon Friday night. If Essendon can win this, now we keep saying that Richmond are due, they are a real shot for the eight. We've got $21 to make the top eight mm. at this stage. Have to beat Port Adelaide in Adelaide as well. Mm. It's going to be tough. And even them. then, their percentage mightn't get them there. Are they a chance to beat Richmond this week? Yes, they are, because Richmond have already ruled out Kane Lambert, yep. who's had surgery on that syndesmosis of his ankle. Dion Prestia reported in the paper today he's a little bit sore. They're not going to risk him with his uh, history this year. He's had no. calves and hammies. So, you know, there's two mm. of their A-grade midfielders out if Prestia doesn't play. So Essendon are a chance to cause an upset here. Big chance. Yeah, they are. Uh- it looks like at the moment they can't make the finals. What does that do anything to you to your psyche going into this game? Going well, you know, bit. we can't really. Marazio's a big out, isn't he? He's a huge out. We can't. They've got some huge injuries at the moment. The Bombers. So I, I just think their mental approach going into this game is going to be what wins or loses or doesn't allow them to play well. I'm, I'm still going to tip Richmond. Now, do either of you subscribe to this theory that a well, one, the two theories, one that the side is due for a loss, and two, no, that they that they they need to have a loss before this finals campaign. Absolute no. nonsense. 
There's a lot of people do talk about that. Yeah, I know. Why? Because it's just like something, a topic to race. But why, when you're winning, why don't you want to mm. keep winning? Why have you got to have a loss to re-motivate yourself? Uh. Surely winning's enough motivation. Mm. Carlton won 16 in a row in 95 to win the flag. Um, you know, I don't think that uh, means anything. Richmond at dollar thirty, Essendon three dollars sixty six in that one. Saturday, the Pies versus Port Adelaide, a massive, massive game for ramifications for the top eight. Collingwood at dollar forty two, Port Adelaide two dollars ninety. This one at the G. Port, the Adelaide press should be all over Port. I mean, they went out and recruited mm. Watts, Motlop, Rockcliffe. That was meant to. That was meant to just be the icing on top for them to finish top four and have a crack at the flag. They lose this one on Saturday. They're relying on that home win against Essendon in round mm. 23 just to make it. So this is huge. I don't think they can beat Collingwood. Collingwood's consistency is outstanding. No way known can they beat Collingwood. No. And the Dixon, line in this game, 16 and a half, I think Collingwood covered that line at the Dixon MCG. And Ryder out. We got good weather. Weather's going to be pretty ordinary on the weekend. Um, and I just think Collingwood play those conditions pretty well. They structure up well. They've got a lot of injuries, but I just think that they win. Mm. And do you think Port can recover and win their last game without not, Dixon and Ryder? Not with the injuries. Ryder's mm. their most important player. I think Robbie, Robbie Gray's their most brilliant and exciting player, but without Paddy Ryder, I don't think they're going anywhere. Yeah. No, good call. I think Collingwood in this one. Hey, Brownie, a new segment that you bought a couple of weeks ago, with, you like to keep people honest on social media. Now, not just, not just us in the mm. room, but you like to keep anyone of notoriety honest on social media. Who have you got for us this week? You know what I love on social media? Yeah. I, I love Rowan Connolly. He's the best in the business. I'm happy to see. So normally we do a rant or a rub here where we rant yep. about something. Uh, I, I love the fact that Rowan Connolly, I don't know whether he drinks at night or not, but he's a ripper. And uh, so. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? Well, I reckon, you know, when you're at, you sit at home sometimes, you've had a few wines and you get a little bit looser you know, with your fingers than what you I might know, be on not, Twitter. I, you need. I've, some I, people need to ban themselves. My idea, and it's not – other people have had this idea, you should have a breathalyzer. Breath on you. On yeah. your phone. And as soon as it gets past a certain point – Yep, you're gone. You're locked you out. can't of, do anything. You're locked out of Twitter. No Facebook, Twitter. Yeah. You can't yeah. message an ex, yeah. nothing yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. Well, there was a politician during the week who went on with some pretty ordinary stuff well, about the, the white Australia policy. That was but absolutely disgraceful. Ron Connolly, and he's a media person. He's, he's, his tweet is, F off. <laughs> no, really. And then in capitals – F off again, and uh, he's uh, talking about pathetic, all that sort of stuff. And then he's obviously got the usual trolls that have come yeah. and had a go at him. And there's this young kid called uh, Emilio, um, and his he's Twitter, ta Twitter tag is at heinous animal. So he's carried on and had a go at uh, Rowan Connolly. And uh, Rowan Connolly's come back at him and gone, here's Emilio's profile, by the way, girls. Who could resist? And this is the guy's <laughs> profile. Serial love rat, soon to be featured on A Current Affair. Other interests include gambling, firearms and V8 holding Commodores, <laughs> twice divorced. Oh. And he goes, and then Rowan goes on to say, aren't you a catcher? If an idiot. That, see, that bloke, that's not serious though. That's no, a mock that's, account. It is. It's got to be a, it's a mock account. I love the fact that Rowan just doesn't give a shit and just goes hard at all the people. He tweets everybody and doesn't uh, discriminate whether who they are, male, female or anything. He has a crack. He has a real go, Does he, would he? Have you been pulled up for what you've done on social media? No, I think he works basically for himself now. He writes, yeah. he's got his own website. So I reckon when he was working for the age, he probably would have had to be a no, bit more Social careful. media is one place I've never... Had a, had a bit of an issue on, so that's okay. 
Do you uh, a little bit off topic here, but a question that certainly the listeners would like to know: How does it? How do you deal with with abuse on social media? Are there times when you've made a mistake, you've done something, you go, you know that Twitter's going to be a bad place for you? Don't and read do it. you avoid it completely? Or, yeah, you just don't because there is some in the media that need that they need to read it. Occasionally, you work with a couple, and I know we, we work with someone at Sportsbet who just they they love sitting on Twitter as soon yeah. as they're on air to see how they're uh, they're how they're being, being received. received. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I, I, if I get a negative comment, I like to have, actually have a joke back with it. Yeah. I think you can't take it seriously. People want you to respond, yeah. don't they? That's what they do it for. Well, I got told a very important thing. One percent of people um, have the loudest voice, and they'll get on Twitter, and they'll be the ones that want to give it to you. And it seems like everybody has got that same opinion. But you got to remember that ninety-nine percent of people out there don't care yeah. and don't get on Twitter and have a have a conversation either way. So it's always the one percent that have the biggest say. Yeah. Mm. There you go. Inspiring words if you are getting a bit of abuse <laughs> online. Just listen to the great words of Nathan Brown. Hey, we'll just look at this game very quickly because I can't imagine there being any other result but a Geelong win against Fremantle down at the Cattery. Geelong a dollar two. That is as short as you're ever going to see a side. Yeah, I'll Fremantle, be down there at Geelong goals. on the weekend. Ooh, looking what, forward a day game? Looking forward to driving down there. That would be great. Why are you down there? Saturday day. That's not normally your slot. Didn't you get a helicopter down last time? Oh, we did. right. We did. I got the helicopter down. Can you believe that, Hammer? Uh, what is end, wrong with these blokes? In we had the triple M boys club. Me, me, me. We, we had to, yeah, you love it, though. Yeah, <laughs> this, he thinks our radio show is the best ever. He loves it. <laughs> he doesn't miss it. Yeah. I don't mind it. But st- that is just that is, complete nonsense. Pathetic. They had to get a he- – it would have yeah. taken them longer. Well, yeah, that's right. By the time they got on the yeah. helicopter, landed, got off, you could have driven yeah. there just Where'd you quick. get dropped off? But uh, down at the – down near Lingy's restaurant down there on the – Waterfront, the On edge. the waterfront. Oh, so but you still had to get a end, cab. At the end, it took us almost just as long yeah, to get that's down. That's what I just said. Who paid for one, it? Of, one of Billy's mates had to uh, – but what it is, it's content, and you blokes are still talking about it now. It happened 12 weeks oh, ago. content. Geelong by 10 goals at least. Geelong Why are you doing that game, by the way? Uh, I'm not got, sure. I'm not up. sure. Just, uh, just one. I'm, I'm going to do Gold Coast Brisbane. I'm going to take Brisbane. Well, you missed the GWS Sydney game. <sighs> yeah. Freddie, what the hell are you doing? Well, well sometimes I go ahead. All right, so we, we'll, we don't need to talk about Gold Coast Brisbane really, but let's jump Brisbane. Yeah, for me. Greater Western Sydney, Sydney. You know, this is a, a big, big game. What do they call it? The the, the bridge. Battle of the Bridge. Battle of the Bridge. Who are you going there? Uh, I'm going to go GWS. I think Sydney are playing okay in the last two weeks, but GWS are just playing that much better, and I think they get the job done against Sydney. They'll be too quick for them. I'm actually going to tip Sydney. Good on you. Uh, It's good to see Big Bud flying around again, isn't it? (laughs) You know why? You're some sort of hero, eh? No, because they've got their edge back. The, The Swans have got their edge back, and I just think, is Josh Kelly playing? He got knocked out last week. Mm. Don't know. Not, we don't know at this stage. Don't know. Yeah, obviously. So um, Reed's done his hammy. So there's another injury. They're yeah. getting a bit. They're getting a bit thin with injury now. <clears throat> They've got over a thousand games out with injuries. So Ooh. I just think the Swans know they need one more to make it certain that they yep. play finals. They've got Hawthorne in the last round. I think they set themselves for this one. Sydney two dollars fifteen. Greater Western Sydney a dollar seventy one. With that seventy five percent of the cash on the Giants. Saturday nights in Kilda Hawthorns at Kilda Seasons. Obviously done Hawthorns. Another very Saturday much night alive. ripper at Eddie had on Channel Jeez. Seven. Have you got that game? <clears throat> We've copped some yeah ordinary games. Yeah. I can't see this one being. The ratings are like. 40% down this year because of the game. Because of the draw. They, and, and James Brayshaw came ma- in. That, uh, <laughs> that's your comment. James has oh. been magnificent. <laughs> hey, look out. What's going to happen but, when they go to the little boxer size, Brayshaw? Just... But, Hummer, this brings up the point 
that seriously, towards the end of the season, the last four or five rounds, <coughs> the broadcasters must be able to, yep. to choose their game. Oh, without a doubt. Who, this, who's saying that they shouldn't? Because everyone, you go on Twitter during these games and you guys mm. working it and those at the ground, it, it's horrific. It, it's ruining our Saturday night, especially for footy fans. Mm. So who's saying that there shouldn't be a floating fixture? And why wouldn't there be? Uh, well, the AFL need to investigate. You know, I just think they've made a massive error this year. The, in the NFL games. does it late in the season. The mm. last, I think, the last two rounds, the NFL. In and America. they're dealing with a bigger, com- uh, a bigger competition. They're dealing with a bigger country, and they're dealing with a lot more flights and a lot more teams. So they get it done. But I just think the AFL they, they put their hands up and they said, "Yeah, we got it wrong this year. It was a massive balls up." And I think they'll get it better next year, and they'll mm. work with Channel Seven and Fox Footy. But Hawks easy. Hawks easy dollar sixteen. Can't wait for Channel Nine to get the footy back. Five dollars thirty. Well, you'll be a, you'll be a shot for a. I reckon next deal. TV role then. When is it? When is the next no, deal? I've got no idea. It's probably three years away yet. Another three years. Yeah. Hey, Brownie, you've had a, a, a tough week, haven't you? Well, it's it's been a busy week because my wife's over in New York. She's over there for well, eleven days. Clearly. He's got no clean clothes left, Hummer, because he's had to wear what he's got on today. <laughs> oh, that is, oh, you've cracked it. You have cracked it. That is why he's crisp. Real funny, crisp sort of stuff. It is. But um, you're a father, Matthew, yeah. so am I. And it's funny that when you see your kids do things that, and you just see yourself in them. And yeah. uh, there's been a couple of moments this week where. Is that disturbing? It is disturbing. It would be disturbing if they were anything like my dad. So I'll take you back to something that happened with my old man. When I was 17, we were playing for the Bendigo Pioneers and we always used to have parties at our house because yeah. we lived in, in the city. So it was just a short walk in over the, the bridge into town. So there was myself, Michael Braun from the West Coast Eagles, yeah. Chris Tarrant. Um, the Rat Pack. Dan, uh, Damien Locke who went to Carlton. Yeah. So uh, Dean Solomon. So yeah. it would all go over the, bri- uh, over the bridge. And this one, uh, very nice. We'd been drinking the little grenades. Remember the little uh, little grenades, the VB ones? The little... Oh, they yeah. Absolutely, yeah. 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 So How old were you? 17. 17. So we're, go- we're going in and into town and I, I can't remember who it was, but they said, um, I bet you can't hit that sign over there because yeah. they'd emptied my beer. And I right. threw it, hit the sign, <laughs> and out of nowhere a police car pulled over and just oh. pulled us all up. If and- I know you, Nathan, it wasn't out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, <correct. laughs> the car would so have been sitting there. <laughs> sitting there watching you. But anyway, I got put in the back of the divvy van and had to go down to the Bendigo lockup. And I'm 17 at this stage. So they've rang the old man and they've said, oh, um, and, the, and the copper knew who he was but didn't re- – not family, friends. Benny goes to a small place. He goes, I've got your son down here. And uh, the old man was like, oh, just leave him there overnight. We'll come down and get him in the morning, teach him a lesson. <laughs> and he goes, well, I'd love to do that, Mr Brown, but unfortunately he's, he's, a, minor. he's a minor and you're going to have to come and get him and you're going to have to deal with him yourself. And Dad goes, no problem. So I come down. <laughs> so the first thing is he sees me, he looks at me, and he, he plants one on my jaw. Like not a hard oh, one but planting one on my jaw. Um, and then so we're driving home and the thing was Dad had been drinking himself. So we're driving home and he's like, have you learnt your lesson? And I said, yeah, I have, Dad. And he goes, all right, I'll drop you off where the other boys are. <laughs> so he dropped me off out the front of the nightclub, which is Studio 54, which he knew one of the bouncers. He put, Studio his, put his head out the window and goes, make sure he gets home okay. And he goes, yep. And uh, so I went in so for the rest of the night. Parenting 101. Parenting yeah. 101. So I've always tried to steer away from that sort of uh, crash sort of behaviour. And anyway, I see things in my in my own kids. Like Ava is very, very oh, – she's very educated and she's very smart, which probably um, I was obviously as well. Helena, very, very good at ball sports. So yeah. you saw the other day on I Instagram. I saw her kicking, yeah. Took a nice mark. She'll took a be nice uh, kick. AFLW. One thing I saw her do the other night, 
the girls put some music on and they're dancing. One thing Helena can't do is dance. dance. Like you. I'm yeah, a horrendous you. dancer. Yep. Horrendous dancer. Um, Jude, good looking, really nice kid, similar <laughs> to what I was probably. Oh, but the one sorry. that I don't get and the one I can't figure out is the youngest one, Florence, who's got the most enormous temper you'd ever want to see. Really? Shocking temper. And I, I'm not, well, you're I, not I don't like have that. a temper. I'm no. very yep. laid back. So we're at the supermarket the other day and I'm holding her in my arms um, and we walk past um, the the up and goes. Loves she loves up and goes, yep, cool. and she yeah. want she's wanted one. She and I wouldn't let her have one, so she's cracked it. Got the fiber of two wheat weeks. and she's yeah. making these noises like just screaming at my face, like these uh, horrendous noises. And this old lady came up, and you know oh, what no. old ladies do? And they right. come up, and they they got no problem with touching kids they don't know. Yeah, they grew up in a different time. So she's come That's up, all right, and she's tried to t- touch Florence, and Florence and has let out. Down. Florence has let out this scream at her. It just put the old lady back. She would have been about 75 oh, and she her. started to go down. So oh. she's slipping over and I'm like, oh, and I'm trying to hold her up, this old lady, because I didn't want to hit the deck and then Florence is pulling away the other way <laughs> and I just lost all centre of gravity, right, and I've hit the You've deck as down. well. So I've hit <laughs> the deck. No, well, I, I had to put Florence down to help the uh, the old lady up and as I look over and I thought, ah. Oh, that's what I've seen in uh, Florence, which is like me. She's straight over to the up and goes, and she's got one, and she's putting the straw in it. <laughs> Good. <laughs> she got you, Nato. She got oh. me, Matt. There you go. Well, why wouldn't you let Nothing her up and go? They're healthy. Why wouldn't you give her an up and go? You can't give them everything they want, Hummer. Really? Sometimes yeah. a bit of tough love. I'd be a shocking dad then. That's the case. Hey, Carlton versus the Western Bulldogs. Bit of a well, – I mean, it is – a lot of games are dead rubbish this time of year. Neither side. Carlton – Dogs are playing well, though, Dogs aren't they? Dogs are going all right yeah. now. Dogs are going for three in a row. They've got a young team, and I think Luke Beveridge has got them going again. I think he's found the mix that he wants moving forward. And, you know, they're going to go into summer, obviously disappointed with the year, the Bulldogs, but they're going to have a little bit of a ray of sunshine there with, with some of the young players they've unearthed, I reckon. Are you the same? Oh, I agree. I agree. What Car- about Carlton? Carlton? What do Carlton need to do? With oh, I think they just need to get to the end of the season. I think they'll be much better next year, the Blues, but I just think it's hard mid-season to change anything, and I think they lose this game comfortably. How good's Cripps, though? Oh. Jeez, he's good. He's a, I mean, he's going to win a brown losing. I think he will one day. Because he's just in yep. – he's he's such a contested beast. Probably that, next year too. Yeah. If they win six or seven games next year, he can win the Premier I reckon they'll be much better. I reckon they've got a good spine, Carlton. Got, they've got some good kids. It'll turn around quicker than people think. West Coast versus Melbourne now. Very similar situation to last year. Melbourne needed to win over in West Coast late in the year for any chance of the final. Same thing this year. They haven't been decided in the top eight this year yet. West Coast doing pretty well over there, but you think Melbourne can win? I just think they'll win because I think their run game is really good. Hogan's West Coast, out. Gaff is out. Um, I think they can cover Hogan. I think McDonald's pretty good. I think Petrarca can play out of the goal square. So I just think Melbourne, this is a game they win when you don't expect them to. I can't tip against the Eagles at home. Josh Kennedy's still not playing, though. So, look, Melbourne are in with a chance, but I think it's going to come down to their last game at the G against the Giants, Melbourne. I, I think they'll lose this week. Do you read into the, the fact that they haven't been in a top eight side this year? Yeah, you, you have to. And it's inside their head as well. They, they go into the next game, West Coast will go into a final when they do play it, going, we haven't actually beaten a side in the top eight. Look, they did have 20 inside 50s in that last quarter and Sydney just had Heaney back and numbers back. But, yeah, mm-hmm. it is inside their head a little but bit. But when I you think. look at those games, most games against those top eight sides, they've been in a position to win Geelong yeah. on, uh, on a couple of occasions. The thing about them, Brandon, that they're playing the right way. They win yeah. the contested footy. They they, they are, should have beaten Port Adelaide. Yeah, they should have. So they've got a lot right, Melbourne, and it, it will turn. I know Simon Goodwin is probably getting frustrated, but when it turns, they're a young team. They're going to be a good team in the next few years. 
Rounding out the round, Adelaide versus North Melbourne, $1.35, North Melbourne $3.20, can still make the eight North. Yeah, after last week's loss, I reckon they'd be flat. They'd be really flat, and I reckon they they drag that into this week, and I think Adelaide win comfortably. Comfortably? Yep. Yeah. Even without techs, I think they do over there. They played really well against GWS. Gee, they they were odds on to make the finals before that game last week, North Melbourne. That, gee, they let that go. You wouldn't twenty eight points up. You wouldn't read about that. Yeah, I think at home Adelaide over. I know Adelaide are flat as well. Their season's over, but they stuck. They're with still the, playing well. They stuck with the Giants for a long way last week, and just at home, I think you have got to stick with them. Gee, North. I mean, they probably would have made the finals before their time this year. It's been a good year for them, but they're just looking. They've dropped away a bit late. Mm. Hey, Tex Walker. Now, has there ever been? Did you ever have a, a year in your careers where you had a phenomenal yeah. year like he did last year? And then a, a, the direct the year straight after it, it was as, as rough as he's had it. He hasn't played good footy. He's been suspended twice. He's been copied with the media all year. What does he? Does he? What needs to happen for him to bounce back? Or, or is it? Is it irreparable damage? Well, he needs That's to not get irreparable his, damage. No. I reckon he's a brilliant player. I reckon he's a great leader, and I reckon he'll be back. He just needs to get his body right, he, get his players around him. Because as a captain. I think you cop it more than most. Like Trent Cotchin two years ago was copping it saying that he wasn't yeah. he wasn't a good leader. All of a sudden he's the best leader in the AFL because everybody else improved around him, mm. which um, was great for the Richmond Footy Club. But I reckon Tex will be back and I, I think he should remain captain. The best thing he can do as a leader is play well and his body hasn't allowed him to this year. Mm. He's been frustrated. He's had to cop all that other stuff early in the year. He was the face of that. So, look, he, he'd be tired. Not just yep. physically, but mentally tired. He just needs a break, and um, you know he'll be all right next year. Yep. No, I reckon he'll be good. I reckon Texas fine. Now, Richo, yeah, story time. Well, our qu- favourite time for all of our listeners. Quick just one, to this, round us out. This one, you know, at the end of the season, most players like Tex would be looking to get away and uh, relax and have a good time. Brownie, when you finished, you would have gone back up to Bendigo and relaxed oh, with did family. I go up to Bendigo. You did throw some mm. little grenades at so, signs, did you? <laughs> yeah, throws his mini BBs. <laughs> so, as a kid, I loved getting back to Tassie in my first few yep. years, catch up with my school friends, catch up with my friends. Look and at I, me, I've made something in my yeah. life. <laughs> Strut hey. around down there a little bit. Yeah, it'd be very hard around. to not strut around. Yeah, long hair. So anyway, this one particular year early in my career, I was looking forward to getting Samurai home. Samurai haircut in your head. And I did have yeah. the long hair, so I braided myself highly. Don't worry about that back in Devonport. No, and well People deserved. think he's humble. I, <laughs> there's nothing humble about this man sitting no, next to me. Compared to you, he will always well, be humble. Well, Hummer, you can judge that, yeah. like, clearly. I do think he's humble. So, I've told you that before. Privately, he's not very humble. So I've got down to Devonport. I've caught up with all my mates. We've gone out. Belly was there. Foo was there. You've met all these guys, Nathan. Yep. Have you met the Polish bear, Big Mick, big uh, ball, big fella, big is it, Polish is that bear? The one who had lupus? No, that's what's uh, lupus? No, that not. No, no Which, that what's lupus? That was uh, the Malakuta. Yeah. Um, but anyway, good nickname for all you boys. Malakuta. So we're down in Tassie, and I've gone out, and I had a friend. Uh, her name was Nikki, and, and a, a past uh, girlfriend. I was looking forward to catching up with her. Ooh, no, Nikki. No, 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 Just be oh, sensible Nikki. here, boys. Oh, it was nothing sorry. like that. Yeah. All right. Okay. Why was the next why, girlfriend? Why are you catching up with the next girlfriend? Because we're all good friends. Anyway, oh. I, <laughs> why else did you catch up with the next girlfriend? That's that's why. No, it was, strange. It was very like above was it board, very above Good. board. Okay. So anyway, we've gone out to the to the local, and I had a room at uh, the local hotel because mum and dad had moved. <laughs> oh, wow, it was all above board, wasn't it? <laughs> no, well, it was. Just let me finish, Nathan. Mum and dad had moved back to Melbourne at this stage, so I'm there and we've gone back and we're, we're watching a DVD in my room. <laughs> oh, my God. So Nikki's 
come to the hotel room. Yeah, so yeah. Your ex, okay. so no, your ex girlfriend has come to a hotel, a room you've rented, and you're watching a DVD. Yeah, all it's very all above board. All yeah. above yep. board. So we're watching a DVD, and there's a knock on the door, and I'm a little bit disappointed. I'm thinking, who's interrupting me here? <laughs> and I open the door. And there's my mate, the Polish bear, who is six foot four, a huge man, a great man, Mick Nowacki, obviously from Polish heritage. And let's just say Mick had had a pretty big night. He couldn't <laughs> scratch himself, Mick. So he walked in and I said, Mick, what are you doing here? He said, I just need somewhere to rest. Oh, no. So he's laid down on the floor. We've continued to watch the DVD. Yep. And the Polish bear has started to uh, have an issue with his uh, flatulence. No. Right? <laughs> a big bear. The big bear was just letting go, okay? <laughs> so within a few minutes there was a nasty sort of stench oh, in the room. Oh, mood killer. Gee, Nikki be flat. Yeah, yeah Nikki, wouldn't she? Well, Nikki. Nikki was that flat. She left. Oh. She left and said, look, I'll let you deal with the Polish oh, bear. So it was about board. So it was, yeah. <laughs> so Nikki's left. I'm lying there uh, on the bed and the Polish bear has awoken. And I gave him a little spray. I said, yeah, mate, what have you done? So. You know, Nicky's <laughs> filthy with you. And he just got up, didn't say anything, and he went into the bathroom. Oh, Next no. thing I can know, his lunch is uh, coming oh, up the from bear. the other end, the bear, all, <laughs> all through the bath. Instead of going to the toilet, he went to the bath <laughs> in the room. So I go in and the bath is Kane Johnson laying a cable in the bath. <laughs> so... The, so <laughs> So by this point, the bath's pretty messy. There's another stench in the room and oh. Mick's gone out of the bathroom. So I've had to go into the bathroom and clean up Mick's mess, which took me a good 15 minutes. So by this point, I'm tired, I'm yep. grumpy, I'm irritable. I walk oh, out man. ready to get into bed. There's the Polish bear in my bed. <laughs> oh, the bear. And he hasn't just got into bed. He's wrapped himself up like a sleeping bag in the doona. Oh. I couldn't wake him up. He's 120 kegs. So I've laid down on the bed, had no doona to put over me. There's no spare blanket in the room and I'm freezing cold. Next thing, the Polish bear starts snoring. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and he was ripping the curtains off the wall. <laughs> so to cut a long story short, I wake up in the morning. I haven't had a wink's sleep. I'm freezing cold. Nikki left. Oh, Nikki's gone. I didn't That's get, ruined. I didn't get to catch up and see how Nikki was going. <laughs> and the Polish bear's woken up. He's looked at me and I've said, mate, you are an absolute <laughs> yeah. peanut. You know what? Didn't remember one minute of oh, the Polish bear. The big bear. So, uh, yeah, that was a bad trip home. Oh, you still catch up with the big bear? I do, the big Polish bear. Probably He's not, a good probably man. Probably not, Nicky. I wouldn't no. have thought now. That, uh... No, he hasn't spoken to me since. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how good. All right, thank you very much for listening to the Sportsman AFL podcast. Of course, 20 up this weekend. If your side's up by 20 points, you're paid out then and there. Like, rate, review, and we will chat to you next week on Brownie, Richo and Hummer.